Show. When it comes to your business, there's no time to waste. That's why we deliver daily 10-minute business lessons for the real world. I'm your host, your coach, your teacher, Omar Zenholm. I'm also the co-founder of The $100 MBA, a complete business training and community online over at 100mba.net. And in today's lesson, you will learn how to filter for superstars when hiring. If you're growing your business now and you're thinking about starting to hire your first or second or third employee or 300th employee for that matter, then you're going to love today's episode. I'm going to share with you some really, really interesting strategies, some strategies that I have learned working with my business partner, Nicole Baldino. Nicole takes care of all of our recruiting, our new hires, training and development of our staff. She's fantastic. And I'm going to share with you some of the techniques that she uses to make sure that when she puts a job ad out there, when she puts a job post out there, that she only attracts the superstars out there. You don't want to waste your time going through CVs or resumes of people that are just not up to snuff. You don't want to waste time doing interviews with people that just don't cut it. You want the best of the best for that position you're hiring for. And with today's techniques, you'll know how to filter for those people and only spend time evaluating those people. So let's get into those strategies. So let's get down to business. Today's episode of The $100 MBA Show is sponsored by We Are Podcast, the first podcasting conference in the Southern Hemisphere, and they're back. They're back this year. They had their first conference in 2015. Now they're back in 2016. Learn from the best of podcasting, how to create, how to grow, how to monetize your podcast with a mixture of keynotes, panel discussions, workshops, and a whole lot more. Meet like-minded people and fellow podcasters like you. Even if you're just getting started, you'll get a whole lot out of this opportunity. Plus, it's in beautiful Brisbane, Australia. Get $100 off your ticket with this special link, wearepodcast.com slash MBA. Again, that's wearepodcast.com slash MBA. When you're hiring for a new position, it could be overwhelming. You could post to a job site. You can post on your own site. You could put it on social media. And the inquiries come in. The applications come in. And it's really hard to find out who's really good and who's not. I mean, obviously, you're not going to hire them just off their resume or off their application, but really should you be spending time weeding through all that information, reading all those applications, then scheduling interviews and doing interview after interview and being disappointed with the caliber of those who are actually applying. Well, you're in luck because today we're going to share with you some really, really great tips on how to filter for only the superstars. Again, I can't take full credit for these strategies. Most of these strategies were created by my business partner, by my partner in life, Nicole Baldino. She's the brains behind the HR in our business. All right, so let's get into it. So typically when you put a job post out there, whether it's on a job board or on social media or on your website, there's a job description. And if it's on social media, it's probably a link to a page with the job description. And then on the bottom of the job description, it says to apply, click here or email me here with your CV or resume. That is the absolute wrong way to do that. You're asking for trouble. You're asking for a flood of junk because anybody can do that. Remember, you have to actually evaluate them from the moment you're putting the ad out there. You want the best of the best. So you got to make it a little bit more challenging. You got to see if they're able to do certain things. So let's take an example. Say, for example, you're hiring somebody to be a customer service representative, somebody who's going to take care of customer service emails, maybe even take some phone calls. So what you want to do is create a short job description, what this job is all about. You also want to bullet point the actual things you need from them, meaning what kind of experience do they need to have? Four years of customer service experience, 
Do they need any kind of qualification? List those things. Those are important. At the bottom of the application, don't ask them to send their resume or their CV or any of that. That's not really important right now. You still have to filter them before you even read anything about their experience. You got to find out if they have what it takes first. What you're going to do instead is you're going to create a Google form. And this Google form is an assessment, really. It's an assessment to see if they can do this job. Well, it's actually the first assessment. It's not the only assessment you're going to do. I'll tell you about this form in a bit, but at the bottom of the application, you're going to put a link to that form and make it very clear. You will not be considered for this job if you do not complete this form. So if anybody emails you or tries to apply for this job via emailing contact or something like that on your website, you don't have to worry about them. They can't follow instructions, so they're not a good hire. So you're not going to have to worry about those people. You can just push them aside. So let's talk about this assessment. And this is brilliant. This is something that Nicole creates for every position we hire for. uh, And it's a really great system. So this assessment's not too long. It's actually a form that has about, you know, 10 to 15 questions. Prior to the questions, there's some basic information, like what's their name, their email address, their phone number, and their Skype ID, because we'd like to have that handy if we do want to do an interview later on. Get that information now. You can also tell them to insert a link to their CV, whether that's in Dropbox or in a Google Drive. If they do not know how to do that, for us, that is an absolute no-no. You gotta have some tech knowledge, some tech skills. You should be able to link your CV or your resume to a page or to some sort of service like Dropbox or Google Drive. If you can't do that, you're not right for the job. So that in itself is an assessment. You're gonna need somebody who's a little tech savvy if they're gonna be working in an online business setting. Next, we have a list of questions. These questions pertain to the position itself. We give them some resources to help them with these questions because we know that they're not trained yet, but we give them a link to our website. We give them a link to our support materials for Webinar Ninja. Let's say, for example, hiring for Webinar Ninja. And we say with these two resources, you should be able to answer all these questions. And between you and I, the answers to the question are important, but what's more important is how they answer the question. So the information may be a little off, maybe because they're not familiar with the software or not familiar with our company, But if the way they answer the actual question is satisfactory, or better yet, outstanding, then they're worth our time. So these are questions like, hey, how do I do this with the software? Or can I schedule an appointment with Omar? How do I do this? What are your prices? What's your refund policy? Things like that. Your questions are going to be different because it's a different position or a different company. But create questions or tasks they're going to have to take on if they're going to take on the position. If this person's a developer, ask them to take on a development task. If this person you're hiring for is a accountant, give them some accounting questions. If you're hiring a marketing person, give them a hypothetical. You have X amount of dollars. How many leads can you get me? This is the landing page I want you to drive to. You get the point. You're going to craft questions that are going to help you choose the right candidate. Now, these don't have to be so many. They could be about eight or 10 questions. And at the end of the form, you're going to say, If your answers are satisfactory, if you've done a great job on this assessment, we will contact you and let you know if you are eligible for an actual interview or if you're chosen for an interview. This is going to save you an incredible amount of time. Why? Because many people will not even get to the point of completing the assessment. They'll just try to move on to a job that's easier. And you don't want people like that anyway. You want people that are dedicated, that are very hardworking, that want to work for you that find this challenging, that find this interesting. So those who actually complete the form 
are starting to be the cream of the crop. They're starting to be the people that you may want to have a look at. Now, once you have all the answers in Google Forms, you can review every single person's answer. And then you can choose who had the best answers and you can prioritize who you want to interview first, second, third. The answers to these questions are going to be a whole lot more valuable than their actual resume or CV. When you just have resumes and CVs, it's really hard for you to really know who's the best of the best, who should I spend the time to interview first, Because really what you want to do is save as much time as possible. You hopefully interview the best people first so you can hire them quickly or you can make the hire quickly so you don't have to have so many interviews to find that right hire. But with these answers now to this actual questionnaire or this assessment, it really helps you figure out who's the strongest of the pack. And from there, you can schedule interviews with them. You can email them and say, hey, we're scheduling interviews. Does this time suit you? Be on Skype. We have your Skype ID. And now you're moving on to the next stage a lot stronger. Now, in the interview phase, you're going to get to know their attitude, their personality, get to know them a little bit more on a personal level. They're going to be a good match for your culture, your business culture, your company culture. But you're also going to get a chance to ask questions about the answers they gave in the assessment. This gives you great material. They can give you the rationale of how they came up with those questions or why they answered it that way. It's a great insight on how they problem solve. You wouldn't have that if you didn't have the assessment. Instead, you would be asking questions like, what's your biggest weakness? And they would say, I'm too much of a hard worker. We all have been there, right? So these assessments really help you filter and use this content for the interview itself. Guys, I got more on today's topic. But before that, let me give love to today's sponsor, Qualaroo. Qualaroo gives you the power to engage with your customers in real time, collect valuable insights, and increase conversions. Who doesn't want that? You see, there's a wall between you and your users, and few businesses work to break down that barrier. But you can too. With Qualaroo real-time surveys, you can ask your customers for feedback at the ideal moment. They know what they want from your product. They know what's broken and why they're leaving your site. You just need to ask. And get this, it integrates with dozens of tools you use every day like Salesforce, Optimizely, Tableau, and a whole lot more. And the list of teams at companies that use Qualaroo goes on and on. We're talking Uber, eBay, Spotify, Zillow, and many more. Join the industry leaders and take the guesswork out of your strategy. I've seen Qualaroo in action, and I think it's an ideal solution if you're looking to be one of the top businesses in your market. Visit Qualaroo.com and you'll get your first two weeks of service for free when you sign up. That's Q-U-A-L-A-R-O-O.com. Check it out, Qualaroo.com. One more piece of advice when it comes to hiring superstars, finding those superstars. If after your interview, you do not feel like you have a clear picture of who you're hiring or you need more information, you're still on the fence, don't be afraid to ask for a second interview. Regroup and write down some questions you want to ask them and ask them right on the interview, the second one. If they're eager to work for you, if they're excited to work for you, they'll be happy to do a second interview. The other thing I want to mention is it's okay to be picky. By having these things in place, having these filters for superstars, it not only saves you time in the short term, but it also saves you time in the long term. Turnover is a huge waste of time and money. You want to hire people that are going to be there for years, not for months. So the better you hire now, the better it's going to be for your business in the long run. Again, it costs a lot of money to train somebody, a lot of time. So having great employees is a great investment. So put in the time in creating these strategies and creating these systems for your hiring process. Hi, everybody. I hope you love today's episode. I got to give all the credit to Nicole Baldino, my business partner, my partner in life. 
She's the one who's taught me all these strategies. She's fantastic at this. I hope you really benefited from today's episode. If you did, share it on Twitter, share it on Facebook, tell people about The $100 MBA Show. We would really appreciate it. All right, everybody, before I go, I want to leave you with this. Hiring is a process. It takes time, but you get better at it. You know, once you start making some great hires, you get those superstars on your team. You know what they look like. You know what they sound like, how they act, how they answer questions. You can recognize it really quickly. And finding that person and recognizing that person in the hiring process gets a whole lot easier. So if you're just getting started, don't worry about it. It gets easier as you start hiring more and more people. All right, I'll check you in tomorrow's episode. I'll see you then. Take care.